Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, sponsored by the Flats Off Madison Apartments. No expense was spared in the recent multi-million dollar renovation to provide Flats Off Madison residents with premium finishes and the latest technological amenities. The Flats Off Madison offer beautiful one- and two-bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allen. Royal Nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast is at war this week. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad, except for I'm sitting here with a dirty Titans fan. Could be worse. Could be me sitting here with a Colts fan. As uh, as I said, we're at war. It's Colts-Titans week, part one. Yeah. Uh, picked a bad week to be a Titans fan. Cause bad week to be you, a Colts fan. What are you talking you, about? Let me, tell you, let me tell you something right now. Somebody cue the Meek Mill meme, because I used to pray for times like I this, because Jonathan... Taylor and Anthony Richardson are going to be in the same backfield against the Titans, and you're in trouble. You know, I am glad that JT's back, but he's still the third best running back in this game behind Derrick Henry and then Tajay Spears. Titans backup running back out of Tulane. That's funny because the best runner in this game, take the word back out of it, is Anthony Richardson. And then the next best runner is Jonathan Taylor, who's, who's four weeks fresh, okay. ready uh, to go. And uh, healthy as a young stallion. Richardson was out last week with a concussion. No, what no. was it? He played last week. Did he? They went to overtime with the Rams. Oh, he that's played right. Two weeks ago. Okay. So you keep my quarterback's name out of your mouth and worry about your wide receiver at quarterback. You know what's really funny about that? I was, listen- I was listening to the radio coming in today, and they were talking about like because it was one zero two five, and they were talking about all their like preseason like wish lists for the Titans and stuff like that, and it was. How many games does Tannehill play? How many games is Tannehill not an awful quarterback? Stuff like that. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Tannehill's been bad this year. I mean, you know, we've won or two and two, whatever. I th- it's going to be one of those games that I just want Tannehill to go out there, have like maybe 200 yards, either one interception or none, preferably none, and then just hand off the freaking ball. Like, give it, give it to Henry. When Henry's off on third and long, flip out a little uh, screen to Spears, who's fast. Spears is probably the best backup running back we've had since Derrick Henry. That okay. one, that one year. Um, it's going to be fun, though. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Titans' defense is playing better than projected, but at the same time. I just want to see how they come back from beating a Bengals team that coming into the season was like a Super Bowl favorite, maybe not the Super Bowl favorite, but everybody projected them. They're bad. That is a awful Bengals team. And I have no way. I mean, it's because, you know, Joe Burrow doesn't have any offensive line protecting him. But still, like. Jamar Chase is always open, though. Yeah, not this season. He said that in his interview yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah no, uh, you're not going to do anything against the Colts. AR and JT going to be a big problem for you out of the backfield. That read option is going to be looking mighty good. That's all right. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, spread that thing out. Tight ends have looked good. Okay. Zaire Franklin leads the league in tackles, I think, still. Good for him. We haven't even got Shaq Leonard back in form yet. It's fine with me. Kenny Moe's a pro bowler. Okay. D-Buck's a problem. Okay. DeForest Buckner will eat Derrick Henry. DeForest Buckner is good. I think we're going to be fine. I mean, I you'll be fine. It's going to be like it's going to be like how a lot of it's going to be how a lot of those Titans and Colts games have gone the last five years, or since Andrew Luck left. Which no, was it's not. 
It's going to be like it's, it's, it's going to be, be like, like a, Andrew and Peyton are back, baby. AR is about to tear you up. It's going to be like a 27-24 and Nick Folk, who is a – I've loved how well he's been playing at kicker. He's the first good kicker we've had since Rob Baronis, rest in peace. Not the best kicker in the game, though, because Matt Gay is better. Okay. He had three 50-yarders in one game. You know who else has done that? Benatari? Nobody, ever. Really? Well, that's not true. Somebody has. His name's Matt Gay. Okay. He did it when the Colts beat Baltimore at Baltimore on the road. Your team probably couldn't do that. I bet we could. Not with a wide receiver playing quarterback. Okay. Ryan Tannehill's lousy. Yeah, he's just garbage. He's not. I mean, he's not great. I'll, I'll own up to that. But I think, I think we're going to be able to do just enough to win the game. I'm mostly happy that the Colts are playing the Titans, so I get to watch them. Yeah. Because you know, otherwise I, I I'd be watching the Titans play somebody I don't care about. Or the Panthers or something, mm-hmm. or the Bengals, and I really don't care about any of them either. Yeah, well, I'll I'll be glued to the TV, that's for sure. I will not watch with you. Good. I wasn't going to invite you over anyways. Well, I was never even considering inviting you over, but you Good. had to think about it, so you're not welcome. Good. I'd prefer it that way. We have a better quarterback. We have the better running back. Shut up. You do not. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you quarterback just because I don't like Tannehill. We have better receivers. That's another thing with this team. I think we have better our coach. wide receivers are just fine. We just D Hop hasn't been great because he's not. I that think good. I think Traylon Burks is okay. I think uh, Nick Westbrook Akine is one of the better number three wide receivers in the league and probably one of the most underrated players on this team. I think Chigo Conquo is good at tight end. He just hasn't been getting the ball too much. We're gonna win. That's all that matters. And I can't wait to be texting you throughout this entire game. Or if we're losing, I'm just gonna mute you. Well, you're also out going to get out coached. That big caveman you guys have has got nothing on Shane Steichen. We'll see. Anywho, should we uh, talk about some Austin P. Women's Tennis? Let's talk about some Austin P. Women's Tennis. So it was a split week. Um, you don't have these too often because Yana Leader qualified. So she qualified for the ITA All-American Women's Tennis Championship. Uh, that was held in Cary, North Carolina. It was a event hosted by the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, North Carolina State, and Duke. Um, All of them? Yeah. They kind of, like, split them up because um, there's a lot of people. Because they have, they have a huge singles draw because you have pre-qualifying, qualifying, main draw, stuff like that. Um, so I, I believe um, all of the pre-qualifying, which is what Yana was in, was held at North Carolina. So, but anyway, so that's the best players in the country when it comes to tennis, your best singles, your best doubles pairings. Um, so Yana qualified for that, and she opened the tournament against number 84. Uh, it was Arizona State's number one singles player. I mean, she's number 84 in the country. She was number three in the tournament um, in that draw. She was a three-time all-first-team Pac-12. Huge Not resume. Bad. Not bad. Anyways. Yana won in, stra- work. in straight sets. So Yana picked up the first ever ranked win in program history in a 6-4, 6-3 victory uh, to advance to the next round where she also picked up another straight set victory against Iowa's number one. Um, and that was, one of the, that was probably the best player in the Big Ten last year. Um, she was, like I said, Iowa's number one singles player. Didn't lose a match in singles play last year in conference play. Uh, Yana six four six four, and after that she ended up falling to 
a girl from North Carolina um, who was a top 50 recruit, top 50 recruit in the world, top 10 in the United States. Okay. Uh, big resume. Yana lost that one. But at the end of the day, I mean, we had a lot of big wins at Austin P. I I mean, whether you want to talk about football, soccer, stuff like that, that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Yana's victories were just huge. I mean, the first ever ranked win, the first ever win at that tournament. I mean, have a day, Yana, later. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Men's team? No, so uh, the women's team was also – so men yeah. were off. Okay, the women but, they weren't elsewhere. Um, the women – the rest of the team minus Yana were in Conway, Arkansas, where they played at the UCA second fall tournament. Uh, they ended up picking up 12 total wins, earned five in singles, and the rest in doubles. Um, overall – Good showing. Um, I thought Denise Torrealba played well. She, you know, it's the fall, so you don't really have your set one through six singles players and your set one through three doubles pairings. But essentially, Denise was playing that number one, playing up against a lot of players from good uh, schools, Northwestern State, Southeast Louisiana, uh, Central Arkansas, of course. And so to go out there, pick up 12 wins, we'll take it. And that just helps prepare the team for the uh, ITA Ohio Valley Regionals. That'll be in two weeks in Knoxville. In Clarksville. Knoxville. No, in Clarksville. Oh. For the first time since 2019, we had the uh, men's APSU Intercollegiate Golf Tournament. We had that out at Clarksville Country Club. First time since 2003 the tournament had been contested at the Clarksville Country Club. Look at you uh, lovely Clarksville Country Club. Uh, the guys finished second. Reese Britt finished second overall. He led the team. Uh, Reese shot A, 72-66. So an even par first round, 66 in the second. Uh, Seth Smith went T3. That's the freshman. He bounced back. He went 71-69. Uh, number six in the lineup, Morgan Robinson, T11, 75-70. Jacob Falkscholler went 73-73. Logan Spurrier went 75-73. And Daniel Love went 76-74. So pretty good showing for the Govs after a – they shot a 291 in the first round, which was average for this tournament, I would say. Uh, but their second round score, they went 278 which was four shots better than any other team score in the entire tournament. So they had the best round of the tournament in the second round, picked up a lot of spots on the board, and finished second overall. Austin P also had enough since it was the home tournament, you know, to put a B team out there. So we had a four. So it was play six, count four scores. Usually play five, count four. We played six, counted four. Uh, the B team had four guys. So all four scores were counting, period, mm-hmm. no matter what you did. Right. And to go out and beat, they beat a – Central, or they beat Arkansas Pine Bluff, who had six golfers. They beat Tennessee State, who had five, and they beat EIU, who had six. So those four, with no mistakes allowed, went out basically and beat three teams as the B team. So you appreciate that. Had top five on the B team, too. Payne Elkins went out and went 71-70. Uh, I think it's his first ever top five. So that was a good good day for Payne. Uh, good to have the men's tournament back. like to make yep. sure it's back next year. Uh, don't know where we play it in the future, but. Good showing for the girls. We'd really like to win it for the first time in about 10 years, but hadn't played it in three years. So bounce back next year. Play a full 54-hole full, uh, tournament somewhere and uh, go out and win it next year, kind of like the women did at the Saluki Invitational. Yeah, what about that? That was huge. That, I don't even know what to call it. It was a 41-shot win. They won the home tournament by 31. Mm-hmm. We thought that was a lot. They were up 31 after two rounds. Jeez. I mean, call off the dogs. This thing's over. We didn't have to play the second round. We did not need to play that third round. Right. Uh, 
So three and all, it's three straight wins. They won. Um, Shoot, wherever they were at before the APSU tournament, they won. Uh, they won in Hoover, Hoover Invitational, APSU Intercollegiate, now the Saluki Invitational, stacking up dubs. And not only did the team win its third straight, Erica Scutt won her second straight tournament as an individual. She tied with Katie Foshog for the win at the home tournament. Uh, did it all by herself in this one. Beat uh, well, second place was also a gov. She beat Maggie Glass by four shots, but Scutt went 71, 68, 73. Glass went 73, 73, 70. Uh, those are one, two. Katie Foshog put together another top 10. She went T7, uh, 11th place from Jillian Breedlove, and a 23rd place finish from Kaylee Campbell. And the Govs just destroyed people. Like I said, 41 shots over second place Stephen F. Austin, uh, 46 shots over Southern Illinois, 12 shot or 12 more shots, so uh, 53 over Tennessee Tech. That's your top four. Uh, some, 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 some win statistics. That's what we're going to give you here. Jessica Combs been the coach for four or five years now. I forget which not one it is. Ten wins already. I take that. The Govs have already won three times this fall, which surpasses last year's fall win total by one and puts them one win away from matching last year's total win total, which is the program record of three. So they've already won three. So they – or no, they won four last year. So you win this one, you, you tie last year's. But you've already got three in the fall. They did not have three last fall, so that's pretty yeah. – and you have an entire spring. They're yeah, got got the entire they're set spring. to obliterate that record. Um, they've got some. I mean, man, they could. Lady Red Wolf. They've got two left this fall. They got the Lady Red Wolves Classic in Jonesboro, Arkansas. I don't think they played great there last year. I think Katie Foshaw got a really good tournament though. So maybe maybe you get everybody else dialed in. Go out there, get four in a row. Why not? Yep. And then uh, they're off this week, so we can talk about them a little bit here. After that, they'll close out the fall with the Battle of the Border, a two-day event against Murray State. I'm not sure what that looks like exactly. Uh, I know when the men play their match play, it's a, they just do a one-day and they do a stroker match, something along those lines. This is going to be a two-day. It's going to be a little more Ryder Cup-y from what mm-hmm. I've heard. Uh, that's what Jessica called it, their Ryder Cup event. So I, I, I don't know how many rounds they're going to play. I don't know what the format is, but it could be a lot of fun out yep. there at the Hopkinsville Country Club. Back in the 270. Relax. Um, <laughs> yeah, so girls women's golf is just hurting people's feelings. They really are. And – yeah, just taking names at this point. There's, uh, I'm excited about the spring. I think they've got a little tougher competition ahead of them in the spring. Okay. They're going to play the Huntsville Intercollegiate, which is at the same, which they played in last year, and they had a tough start, but they played a really good second and third round. That's where the A-Sun Championship was last year and is again this year. Uh, the Bama Beach Bash is in Gulf Shores, so I think anytime you get to a place like Gulf Shores, you're probably going to attract some good competition. Uh, Lipscomb's tournament's in Panama City. Similar thing, I think, when you get down into those good weather courses with near the beach, good weather, good courses, you're going to attract some, some stronger opponents. And then the Golf Week Program Challenge in Polly's Island at Caledonia, which is where Erica Scott set the program record, uh, shot the two best rounds in program history and the best overall tournament score in program history. So that's where they get to wrap this thing up for the ASUN Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a bigger fall schedule than the men. They've only played four times in the spring before the A-Sun Championship, so hopefully they can get some wins and get dialed in for that. There you go. Would you like to talk about soccer? Sure. Got a big win. It was. It was a very big win. Um, so, first of all, team started off um, their two-match homestand against Central Arkansas. Uh, they dropped that 2-1 decision. Hannah Zahn gets in the scoring column uh, for the first time as a Gov. She nets a late one, but Central Arkansas, who's right now, I believe, tied for second in the A-Sun standings, uh, ends up coming away with that one. Um, But no, on Sunday, 
for senior day, you know, pregame, we recognize our six seniors and all that they've done here at Austin P and then their academic athletic careers, all that. Um, come away with a big 1-0 victory against the North Alabama team that was, you know, coming in pretty hot overall. Um, it was a big win because now, you know, you come away with that one. Lindsey McMahon scores in the 81st minute on a header goal on a perfect set piece by Tory Case. Just how you draw it up. It, it was quite literally that. Um, the North Al defender didn't mark her. Lindsey sprinting in the goal box. Cannot forget wide, about her. Wide open, just easy net. Um, so that win puts us in fifth in the ace on standings. Um, right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of it. Uh, we got five games left. Um, you know, to be in this place, the, the teams that we've beaten, because, you know, we're three, three and three in conference right now. The teams below, like right below us are like North Alabama. They're like half a match behind us. But now you have the tiebreaker as you start looking over to uh, the ace on tournament beginning in late October. Um, and you've got some big ones coming up, too, that we'll talk about later. But, no, overall, that was a huge win, uh, one that the soccer team definitely needed. You know, feels good to get it on senior day. Of course, feels good to get it on your home field. Govs are now 4-2 and two at Morgan Brothers Soccer Field this uh, season. So, Got a chance to play their way into hosting. They do. Um, I mean, you've got, you've got teams ahead of you like Florida Gulf, Florida Gulf Coast, who you'll face this week. Um, you got Lipscomb still on the schedule. Then you still have those teams like Central Arkansas and Eastern Kentucky that you've lost to. But at the same time, you've still got five matches to play. You go out, you pick up three points. I mean, you can even pick up a draw um, to help you in one of those. You just want them to start losing. So we're top four teams host, eight teams go overall. So we're still right in it. Still right in it. We had some volleyball this weekend as well. You were here. I was. Um, it was fun. It, it was a really fun weekend. Um, so first of all, uh, Gubs play Lipscomb. That was a 3-1 loss. Overall, I mean, that's a good Lipscomb school. Um, whenever, you know, like for volleyball, um, won the first set, lost those next ones. A little bit of a tough outing. Michaela Powell led the team in with 13 kills. And then after that, we played Jacksonville in probably one of the most exciting matches that I've seen in the last couple of years. It was a five-setter. Pretty much, like I was telling a couple of the players and Coach Mod afterwards, kind of rewrote the record book, to be honest. Um, we had the third most points in a match in program history. Um, Carly Graham had the second highest hitting percentage in a match with a minimum of 10 attempts. Um, she had a 769 hitting percentage. Ana Rita, uh, the freshman, had eight total blocks. Or had, had, excuse me, had eight, yeah, eight total blocks, which is top 10 overall. Seems uh, like a lot. Yeah, most by a freshman in a very long time. Um, and that's a win you really want to get because they've got a couple of, you know, good matches coming up on the schedule back home this week. So you, you like to pick that one up on the, on the new court. And, you know, they're, they've still got a, a lot to play left in volleyball. But you want to pick up those wins that heading into it you know you should have beat. You know, yes, it was a five-setter. Yes, it was a team. Maybe, like, on paper you thought you should have beaten in three or four. But at the same time, at the end of the day, wins a win, especially when you're in conference play. Football team had uh, quite a quite an outing. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> 28 nothing, less than oh, – excuse me, 21 nothing, less than six minutes in. Mm -hmm. Gus took the opening kickoff, marched down the field, get to the 42-yard line. Trey Goodman. Deep ball. Catches it on the face mask. Yeah. Touchdown. Guz go back out. Uh, Lennon was trying to pass. JV McCray, hand on it. 
right into Javon Jack, Javon Jackson, Javon Young's hands. He looked like Javon Jackson. He out there. did. He put a little shake on that yeah. first linebacker. Let me t- or linebacker. Excuse me, tight end. I'm yeah. getting my roles flipped here. Puts a little shake on the tight end. Gets an 18 yard run back for the big fella. Uh, he, he, I asked him today on inside the film room. He said he said he had thoughts of the end zone. He said, but he saw that receiver coming up and just had to tuck it. Just had to hold yeah. on. He said, worst things, could, I could have dropped it. I saw, I saw the pick on Twitter a little bit after it happened. Um, and, you know, I, I called an interception for him. I think it was. At some point you at, have. At some point, I think it was like the Tennessee game or maybe um, the home opener. But I saw him get that, and I was just like, keep on running. So, like, three plays after that pick, Cam Thomas runs a little. He went about four yards, stuttered like he was going to turn around and catch it right there, slant up the middle. Mike hits him in stride. He catches it, and the safety might have had a little bit of angle, but or the guy covering him. Mm-hmm. As soon as Javon turned – or Javon. I, I'm throwing out the wrong names all <laughs> over the place. As soon as Cam cut it up field, 46 yards, house call C, and no one yep. was catching him. Uh, go back out there on defense and uh, throw one right to Benji Johnson on defense. So another Govs pick. Cam Thomas takes another 46-yard touchdown. This time, he went seam route, go ball. Mike put it in the, right in the basket right there on the goal line. Cam catches it in the end zone. Touchdown, 21 nothing Guffs. All right, so that's 9-0-4 in the game. It is 21 nothing. We have not played six minutes of football, and we have two picks. Yeah. So we go out and get another pick. Mike Rutland gets one, uh, sets up this one. We march the rest of the way down the field, and Mike punches in for a 12-yard run. And then uh, we score again on the very first play of the second quarter, 35 nothing, 15 minutes and six seconds in. That's pretty good. Pretty uh, good. See, I, I was sitting here getting ready for uh, volleyball against Jacksonville, and I was just like, okay, let's let's see how football's doing. It was like 10 minutes into the game, and I check it, and it's 28 nothing. And I just look at Aaron, who's sitting right beside me, and I'm like, uh, football won. She's like, what? And I was like, they're 10 minutes in. The other quarterback's throwing three picks. Mike's having a great game. Defense is lights out. Just write it in the books. Man, when I tell you, we played everybody. Yeah. We played everybody. So before we get to everybody, uh, Javon Jackson had a two-yard touchdown run, like I said, first play of the second quarter. Uh, Lindenwood gets a field goal, 35-33. Javon puts down a run from 40 yards out in the third quarter. Holy cow. He, he should have been stopped at the line, puts a wicked spin move on him, gets around to the outside, Runs through a couple arm tackles. They hit him at the goal line. Let me tell you, they're not stopping him. He falls right through that touchdown, 40 yards out. He's got three four, three or four touchdowns in his last two games. Mm-hmm. He's got like Something 300 like yards in his last two games. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's doing all right. Maddox got a field goal. And then the touchdown I want to talk about is the fourth quarter touchdown. Uh, pull Mike after one drive in the fir- fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Skyler Lockler comes in, fr- or redshirt freshman. Played in a couple games last year, threw five or six passes. Nothing serious. Yeah. Skyler comes in, goes three for four for 59 yards, I think it is. Or mm-hmm. no, three for four for 59 yards. Nailed it. But the touchdown, the 46 yard bomb to his roommate, yeah. who's also our guest in a minute, Kenny Odom. Okay. Now, Kenny, let me tell you, that catch, he one hands it. He's got a guy holding his right arm. Probably should have been PI. Mm-hmm. No problem. Kenny goes one hand catch. Uh, cool moment for those two. In the same class, roommates, still living together, uh, really good friends. Had them both on Inside the Film Room this week. If you want to go hear them talk about it, they're a lot better at better at describing that play than me. But uh, that was a cool moment. Lindenwood got a late garbage time touchdown, 52-10. to 10. Uh, never, never in that game for the Lions. A lot of fun. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of guys played. 
Mm-hmm. And we were able to. Had a lot of receivers catch balls, too. Yeah, right? we had, I mean, basically every receiver on the roster caught a ball. Trey Shack, MJ Singleton, Cam Thomas, Trey Goodman, Kenny Odom, Brennan Hawkins, Javon Jackson, Jordan Goko, DJ Carter, Hatib Wiles, Quan Randolph. Those are the guys that caught balls. We also targeted Jaden Barnes and Tate Gaden. So. That was 11 receivers with a catch, or 11 players with a catch. Yeah, which is a lot. It yeah. brings our season total to like 13 or 14. Jeez. We're five games in. Uh, Bryce Robinson came in and threw a pass as well. Um, he's played before. Jake Johnson made his Austin P debut at quarterback late in that one. Uh, Jake had a 12-yard completion to DJ Carter, which was, was cool because anybody that watches an Austin P football game can see how hard Jake Johnson works. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always on Scotty's hip. He's helping call the offense. He's not call the offense, but you know what I mean, signaling yeah. plays. He's one of the guys. He's a hard worker in that quarterback room, and he's a, he's a good dude, so it's good to see him get in and get some action after uh, year, two years here. Maybe, oh, no, it's his second year, so. That was cool. Glad to see that for him. Um, on defense, we had another uh, – like I said, we played a lot of guys on defense, but when you're up, you can keep guys fresh. Uh, no reason to play some of the big dogs late in that one. Keep right. them keep them healthy. Uh, Garrett Hawkins led a team in tackles. Nine tackles for the freshman. And what does that get you? UAC Freshman of the Week for Garrett Hawkins. I thought he should have got it when he had the scoop and score against ETSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't. He got this one which makes the Govs the only team in the United Athletic Conference that has won Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, Special Teams Player of the Week, and Freshman of the Week through the first five seasons, or first five weeks, weeks. of the season. Also, the Govs did not win a weekly award the first two weeks of the season, so they accomplished that in three weeks, and nobody else has done it in five. We'll take that. We'll take we'll it. We'll take it. We'll take it. And I think that's all we got. I think so. We'll talk about some more football in a second because we've got – Kenny Odom, wide receiver, redshirt freshman wide receiver on the Aussie football team. He's going to do our interview, which is brought to you by the Flats Off Madison, and that'll be right after this. Joining us on the PCAST, we've got redshirt freshman wide receiver from the Austin football team. That's Kenny Odom. Kenny, how are you doing this morning? I'm good, Casey. How are you doing? I'm good. Glad to have you here. Kenny, first question, how are classes going today? How's the semester going? Uh, classes are going great. Semester is good. Only have two in-person classes, so my schedule is pretty light. So you just read my mind. I was going to ask, are you all online or in person? So you got two in-person classes. What two. what what classes are those? Uh, one class on Tuesday, which is stats, and then stats on Thursday as well. So <sighs> stats does not sound like a lot it's, of fun. It's not a lot of fun at all. You uh, how's the second year of college going? You feel like you know your way around a little better? Yes, uh, a little bit more than I did the first year. You know, I was just getting adjusted to everything, but coming in the second year, I feel like I was prepared. You know, ready to balance football and school work so yeah you just know that balance you don't have to figure it out on the fly you know where the buildings are right everything's a little easier right all right let's talk about football okay savannah country day school you had you played wide receiver and safety yes what you had 1500 yards 17 touchdowns and you had 77 tackles and three and a half tackles for loss in your career you know i played uh, all around on the field so just wherever my team needed me so wide receiver and safety when did you know you were, when did you have to make the decision cuz going to school you're you're not going to play both most likely right um i think i made the decision the decision to 
play receiver somewhere like my sophomore year, but I always like loved defense. So whenever I was um, out there, I just played it as well as I could to my best ability. So you knew for a while you were going to play receiver if you played in college. It was just you're out there to help the team. You like playing defense. Right. So so you prefer to hit people. uh, I do like to hit people when I can. So what? Do, how does that help your blocking now? You think does that make you you got just like oh, you like the blocks? You like the contact? Uh, yeah, I like the block a little bit, but I like uh, scoring touchdowns a little bit more. Scoring like touchdowns blocking. is more fun, I imagine. Um, so if there's ever a pick, DBs better watch out when you're coming. Of course, you know. Are you going for the punch out or are you going for the big hit? I'm going for the punch out. You want you want the ball back. Uh, talk about the recruiting process for you. So you're at Savannah Country Day School, right? Uh, are you Scotty's first class or second class? Uh, second class. Second class. So talk about the first time you heard from him. Um, the first time I heard from Coach Walden, I was out getting ice cream, actually, and uh, he uh, FaceTimed me, you know, um, and uh, it was just all love then, the same energy. That's why I, uh, you know, chose to come to Austin P because I felt like it was really like home, and my parents really loved it, loved the energy. And they had the same thoughts, even though they came up two separate times. So it was just the place for me, and I'm glad with my decision. Are most recruiting calls FaceTimes or are they regular phone calls? Um, with the Austin P coaching staff, it's sometimes it's FaceTimes, but uh, most of them are regular phone calls. What was Scotty's energy like on that first call? Uh, wild, as always, crazy. He's always hyped up, energetic, just happy, great energy. Great energy. None of it's changed since, right? None of it. It's All right. So what made you – so obviously he calls you. You love the energy. You love the coaching staff. You know the offense. What made you want to come play in this up-tempo offense that kind of – I mean, it's good for a receiver to be in. Right. Um, like you said, it's good for receivers to be in. We throw. We run. Um, I just think it's, you know, perfect balance because the way uh, Coach Walsh was telling me, it's just like we're going to take shots, but also we're going to run. So – I just thought it was the best place, you know, to come to take shots, score a lot. We're all about scoring. As a receiver, do you like those big shot plays, or do you want something kind of short to make your own? You want a little, like, crossing route and break your own long one? I mean, the shots are good, but it is fun to, you know, make some people miss and then get in the end zone. But I'll take whatever. You do a little kick returning too, huh? Yes. Did you return kicks in high school? Yes, I did. I returned, I think, one kick for a touchdown, uh, then the teams just start uh, kicking it to me. So do you like returning kicks? Yes, it's pretty fun. That's, that's like one of the most fun parts about football. I think the last receiver I had on here was Dre McCray, who had a 100-yard kick return right. for Texas Tech yesterday. Uh, and Dre just told me how much he hated returning kicks. Oh, really? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I hate this. I just never want to do it. Now it's funny he's returning kicks for right. Texas Tech. He said he didn't like getting hit. I mean, yeah, it is, it is uh, pretty uh, – not scary, but – it is – you can get teed off on. You got guy, 10 guys running down, right, running at you. Full speed. It's like a 40-yard head start, and you're just sitting back there waiting to get the ball. Looks like when you make a miss, though. Yeah, it does. All right, so you get to Austin P. Last year, you're a freshman. You play in one game. You had one catch for 17 yards against Murray State. Uh, this year, much bigger role. Yes, sir. Big number change, too. You went from 80 to 3. Yeah, just just a slight number change. Eight, let me tell you, that 3 jersey looks a lot better than that 80, huh? Yeah, just, a, just a little bit. Don't have much choice as a freshman, huh? Right, no. You just get what you get. Look good in that 3, though, right? So, five catches, 124 yards, two touchdowns this year. Let's talk about your first college touchdown. That game at Southern Illinois. Right. On your birthday. Yes. You can catch a 44-yard touchdown. Right. 
I mean, I was just thinking about the whole time, like how cool it would be to score in uh, on my birthday as with my first college touchdown. So I was just like hoping, I think I might have dreamed about scoring. So I was just, that was my uh, mindset. Or I just wanted to, you know, play well on my birthday, just have a good game. And I'm just lucky it uh, worked out that I that I could get in the end zone. So. so you have fall birthday. Is that the first time you've ever played on your birthday? Uh, yes, actually. All the other games in high school were canceled due to hurricanes, but uh, this was the only one I've ever played on. Right, hold on. Let's let's talk about that for a second. How many high school football games did you have canceled by hurricanes? Um, I think three, three canceled for hurricanes all three different years. So the hurricanes just like not bother you, like eh, it's coming. It's, you it's, it's just another thing. But it, I mean, some of them are pretty serious, but most of it's just tropical storms when it uh, hits Savannah. So, so how good are you uh, catching balls in the rain? Um, I would say I'm pretty good. You know, I could definitely get better at it, but <laughs> you have don't want to play in the rain, right? No. All right. So let's talk about another first touchdown. Last week at Lindenwood, uh, Skyler Lockler, your roommate last year, your roommate again this year, right. gets in late in the game, throws his first ever college touchdown pass. Who does it go to? It goes uh, to you, 46 yards down the field. That was pretty, pretty special moment, especially because we've talked about that just so much, just like how cool it would be if we were both in at the same time and we happened to score. And actually, my our third roommate, Ian Poe, was in there uh, in the game too. So we've all three talked about how cool it would be if we scored while all three of us were in the game. So that was a pretty special moment for us. Ian's the one that ran down and picked you up, right? Wasn't he? So he, right. he was fired up just he, as he much was, as you. He was, he was going crazy. See, that's the third part of the story that nobody knows until you get on the PCAST, yeah. right? right? Everybody knew about you and Skyler, that little connection, and now get the third roommate in there. You guys need to get that frame that the house put it up on the wall. Right. We're All working right. on that. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll keep talking about Skyler, your roommate. He told me some uh, – he told me some things about you. Oh, God. He said you guys like to play a lot of Fortnite. Of course. We have a, a house scheduled time for Fortnite every night. You know, A house schedule? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What time is the schedule Fortnite? I mean, it varies, but usually around 8.30, you know, after we're all done with our homework, and we watch a little TV, then we get straight to business. Is it three TVs are all playing, or is it one at a time? Three TVs are all playing. Like you have three TVs right next to each other in the living room? Uh. I mean, that would be cool if we could, but we all are just in our rooms just playing Fortnite. But it's pretty easy to hear each other. Do you guys, so you guys are just yelling at each other, no headsets? You're just screaming across the house? I mean, the headsets make it easier, but you definitely can just <laughs> hear people uh, just yelling. Like, uh, Poe loves to. I was going to say, who gets the loudest when you oh, guys are? Ian. Ian. He loves to rage. He just rages on Fortnite. <laughs> all right, give me, a, give me an official house power rankings on the Fortnite players. Uh, I would have to put myself first. Skyler did not agree with that. Yeah, of course he wouldn't. Um, he's probably last, and then I'd put Ian second. <laughs> he said he was the best. No, he's far from it, actually. <laughs> That's funny. What are you guys playing on, PlayStation, Xbox? Uh, I play on I play on Xbox. They play on PlayStation. So they made the right choice, and you didn't. Yeah, they always get on me for that. <laughs> what else do you guys like to play uh, game-wise? Uh, well, I have the Game Pass, so... Sometimes we'll just, like, come in my room and play, like, a scary game. Have you ever heard of Doom, like, 94? I don't know. It's really old. I've not. It's re- pretty old. So it's like a, like a scary movie but a game. Yes. Okay. Much. And that's just. Yeah, just a random <laughs> random game we've played. We like to play some hunter games on our. Hunter? Yeah, hunter. <laughs> what do you guys go hunting for? Uh, You know, 
deer, duck, cougars, mountain lions, just just anything we can just get. Just your everyday on. cougar yeah. hunt, right? Right. Right. Yes, uh, some more from Skylar. He, he claimed you were an anime fan, and you, you may want to dispute that, you said. Yeah, that's – I don't know why he's trying to tell a lie. That's all him. He's been trying to force that on me ever since I moved in with him uh, last year. So it's pretty strange that he would – I mean, I, would, I could see that coming from him. But, you know, that's all him. He loves anime. He can't stop watching it. <laughs> oh, I talked to Trey Goodman as well, one of your wide receiver pals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said there was a ping pong battle. Yeah, we have an ongoing rivalry. Uh, dating back to last year, actually, the first time we hung out, we played ping pong, and I I beat him pretty good. But it always goes back and forth. I think he might be up on me right now. Where do these ping pong games happen? On the third floor. We have a, a ping pong table in Forterra, and he has a portable net. So whenever we're done with our uh, – Wait, he just brings the net with him everywhere? Everywhere. You never know when you're going to need it until you need it. The table doesn't have a net already? No. Does he have paddles he brings with him? He as does. A, and a ping pong ball? Yeah, multiple. So he's very serious about this. Yeah, it's it's pretty serious. And you're saying you're better than him at ping pong? Yeah, I, you could say that. Who is the best ping pong player on the team? Uh, it's either me or Trey Goody. Has anybody else ever beat you besides Trey Goodman? Yes. Um, sadly, I've lost uh, a few of my teammates. Can we, get, can we get some names? Uh, Jeremiah Flemons and okay. DJ Carter are the only two people. So it's just a wide receiver thing? Yeah. We're the best at ping pong on the team. Are you guys just the best athletes on the team? I mean, you could say that. I know DBs try to <laughs> you try Could to say I say that. that or are you saying that? I mean, I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the DBs right here, right. wide receivers are the best athletes on the team. They know it. We're going off script here. What are some of the DBs you like to go against in practice? Because you guys, I mean, let's talk about the receivers and the DBs on this team. We've got a lot of good receivers. We've got a lot of good DBs. You guys go head-to-head a lot in practice. How does that help you playing against such a good group? I mean, our DBs are very good. So it's just um, great competition, just like seeing how we could get advantages on, like, other teams. But DBs I I like going against are Javon McIver and uh, Christian Lewis. Those are two of the uh, new guys that I really like going against in practice. Some good corners that just help you get better, right? Right. What's it like? Because I feel like our DBs are really long. Like right. I feel like we've got a long DB room. Does that help you? Because then you go out in a game, and I feel like most teams we play don't have DBs. Like, McIver's, what, 6'2"? Like, yes, very Benji's long. 6'3". Like, right. we've got some, uh, Xavier, Jaheim, big guys back there. Right. I mean, it helps just, you know, like facing different um, types of players. And, you know, Vaughn, he has really long arms, so it just helps, like, emphasize, like, that we need to stack more. And so that just makes it easier in the game because when you stack, um, the DB is not going to get his hands in the uh, play. Do you play any other sports? Uh, I played – I ran track and I played uh, JV basketball my freshman year. What position did you play in basketball court? Uh, Point guard. How were you? I was pretty good. I might – I, I could say now I'm probably top three hooper on the team. Top three on the on Austin football team. And I'm not three or two. <laughs> so you're the best basketball player on the team. Who's your starting five from the Austin football team if you're putting together a basketball squad okay. to go play some pickup? I'd have to go. You're running the point. Yes. Then I could go DJ Carter, um, Chase Allen. Chase Allen? Yes. Where, is he your three? Yes. Okay. Sharpshooter. 
sharpshooter. Sharp Put him in the corner, let him get hot. Yeah, I mean, he can really score from wherever. We've actually run games against – this is a thing we do in the spring. We just uh, go play 5v5 with just whoever is in the – Yeah. Who's ever in the um, – the foy. Uh, Sam Howard, he's like the – he really is like LeBron. Like, he's floor general. And then the fifth – I mean, I'd probably go Skyler or hmm, probably Skyler, whatever he wants to play. So Sam Howard, your LeBron James, bringing the ball off the court, biggest yeah. guy on the team? Yeah, biggest guy, very physical. He's going to direct you uh, where to go, so you just kind of like listen, listen to him, and he's not wrong often. So. <laughs> Sam knows where to be. Yeah. I, I can imagine Sam just – all muscled up and oh, yeah. like a tight shirt over there, just throwing some poor kids in the foy around on the basketball court. Some people get a little mad because uh, they they don't want to guard them. But Would you? I mean, no, but I, <laughs> I can if I need to. It's a little different, though. You're a college athlete. Some yeah. of those kids in the foy are just there to play some basketball, and yeah, then they, Sam Howard steps out there. They walk in, they just don't even know what's going on. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Skyler also said you order a lot of fast food. He said you love Slim Chickens, Fujiyama, and Panda. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, Slim chickens. We won't tell Coach Campbell. Yeah, you don't need to. He, I think he already knows. But Slim Chickens is a new acquired taste for me. There's no Slim Chickens back in Savannah, so it's uh, pretty new for me. I love it. It's good. It's it's great. I'm a big big advocate for Slim Chickens. Fujiyama. I mean, also very good. You can just never go wrong with a great night at Fujiyama. Panda get, Express is never missed. Ah, uh, yeah, Panda's never missed. But that's. A, a little more on the back burner. You know, my first choice is always going to be Slim Chickens. So you said when we were walking over here, you were excited for some uh, some cooking from your mom. Right. She's coming into town, going to cook for you next weekend. Yes, sir. I'm excited to get to see them again. My, my brother, my sister, and my stepdad are coming in town with my mom next weekend for the game. Pretty excited to get to see them again. You know, just hang out with them. It's been a minute. What's your favorite thing your mom cooks? Um, it has to be... Her mac and cheese. Okay. She also cooks a mean pork and burger, which is just like baked beans and hamburger meat. That's what. That's the name I came up with it. Back like at the home. baked beans go in the burger. No. Oh, baked just on beans the, with like, the burger, pork and like pork, pork and burger. I got gotcha. you. Pork and burger. I thought you were like putting some crazy concoction together there. Um. She loves. She loves to make like homemade wings too. Okay. So those are pretty good. Like when I went home for Thanksgiving break. She made some Polynesian wings, which I've never, ever had before, and they were amazing. What's she going to make next weekend for you and the, you and Ian and Skylar, I guess? Um, I don't know yet. She's keeping it a surprise. She's got to get used to cooking for somebody as big as Ian, huh? Right, right. I mean, I don't think she'll have a hard time, but <laughs> it's definitely an adjustment. That guy eats a lot, huh? He's I a th- big dude. I mean, recently I think I've uh, beat him out in eating more you're telling me you're out eating ian poe yes where's skyler fitting this is he just the he's at the bottom of the line if we had to have like a hot dog eating contest in the house i i mean hot dogs are different all right know. it doesn't have to be hot dogs you can pick the food uh if it was like a like a taco okay taco eating contest like just a hard shell taco yes how many or, or, or how many who's winning i'd say i don't i don't know but Skyler's definitely last. He, he's like, or 
I don't know. I might be last. I eat, I eat very slow. Um, Skylar might be uh, maybe number one. He eats like a lot in the Indians. It's two. So talk about your family. You've got three siblings. Uh, they all have A names. You're the only one with a K. Yeah, they left me out with that. Uh, but interesting fact, all of my mom's siblings have a K name, and so does my mom. So, you know, I kind of think I'm a little, little special. Uh, <laughs> I get the, the only K name. But it is it is pretty uh, funny when you think about it. But I was named after my uncle. So, What's the age situation with you and the family? Um, my sister is 23. I'm 20. Feels weird to say. Uh, my brother just turned 12, and my sister is 11. So, does your brother play any sports? Uh, no, not yet. You're gonna have to teach him up, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about your major. What right. are you finance? Business finance. Yes. Business finance. What's the plan after school? You're only a sophomore, so you might not have it yet. Right. But what are you thinking? Um, I don't know yet. There's a lot of things that I think I want to do, but like. Um, I just don't have a, you know, set, really set plan for that major yet. Good news is you've got some time. Right, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, last question. Then we're gonna do our rapid fire questions. Okay. Why Austin P? Um, like I said earlier, um, the coaches just showed me so much love and hospitality because um, I didn't play all of my senior year. I got hurt, like a season-ending injury, and. The coaches were still loving me up the same, and so I just decided it was the right fit because I just wanted to go somewhere where I knew and trusted um, the people. What happened your senior year? I tore my labrum. You tore your labrum. So shoulder better than knee or something, right? right? Yeah. Uh, how long were you out with that? Uh, I think eight months. So you tore it what, in October, November? Uh, September. I played two games my senior year. So I, I tore it in August, but I just – tried to play, play through, through it. it and then I had to face a choice of only playing high school football and never playing college so I just you know it wasn't a I mean it was an easy choice but it was just a hard to, like, decision to make were you still doing rehab when you got here um no I finished that in January back at home so I actually have one more before we get to rapid fire you said it earlier we were talking about Savannah right so you said Savannah could be its own own state in Georgia it's completely it's completely different from you know, a lot of cities in Georgia. I think it's the best city in Georgia by far. I don't think it has a lot of competition. No, it doesn't. People might say Atlanta, but everyone knows. No, Savannah's got Atlanta beat. I was saying that I think I want to go live in Savannah because I've been to Charleston and they seem right. similar, and you said no, Savannah's way better. Savannah's way better. It's We have our own beach. Um, you can go downtown. Our, we have a pretty historic downtown. Very historic downtown. Right. You can never run out of places to eat. Good places to eat. Great places to eat. You a seafood fan? I am. Big what, seafood. What's your favorite? Crab? Fish? Uh, it all. Low country boil. Yeah. You get like a crab. Oh, yeah. Some shrimp, some potatoes, some sausages, corn. You can never go wrong with a low country boil. Stuff's good. Uh, last Savannah question. Have you ever seen the Savannah Bananas play? Uh, no, I haven't. It's like a crime uh, but I have not seen the Savannah. Well, back in the day, they were just a regular baseball team. Yeah, now the they're a little has, over the top. Yeah, they're, they're pretty crazy. But I definitely need to go catch a game when I'm back in town. Definitely got to do that. All right, you ready for the rapid-fire questions? I, th- I think so. What's your favorite word or saying? Um, my favorite word? Hmm. Word 
or saying. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Most uh, <laughs> Coach Samp gets on me for saying like turf pellets whenever someone slips, just like as an excuse while we're falling down, <laughs> just like too many turf pellets on the ground. So kind of got the nickname turf pellets now. Turf pellets turf is your pellets, nickname, I guess. So, <laughs> what's the last book you read? Um, the last book I read was the. Probably the Hunger Games. Okay. What's your worst habit? Um, ordering food too much. <laughs> do you order your food or do you like get it delivered? You go pick it up? You I, order in person? I order and get it door dashed. Door dash guy. Okay. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? How fast am I walking? Like how, what is the pace? I mean, is you're allowed like to a- walk with a little bit of speed, but you're not, you can't run. It's a walk. Everybody knows what a walk is. Right. Oh, I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can walk a mile in two minutes. Don't think you can do it. Yeah. What is one rule in any sport you would like to change or add? Um, if a receiver gets like a, or like a defensive back gets like a pi call, I think uh, that should be added on to the receiver's yards or the quarterback's yards, vice versa. So you're saying that you should get receiving yards for the pass interference? Right. That's a good. That's a good call. What app on your phone gets the most use? Um, Spotify or teamworks teamworks does get a lot of use what's the last gift you gave somebody um i ordered some hoodies for my for my sister uh like a month ago okay uh who would you cast to play you in a movie about yourself um hmm, michael b jordan michael b jordan little uh vince howard action from friday night lights back in the day right yeah he could do the football player. He really could. He's done it before. He's done so. it before. He knows what he's doing. Uh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? Um, <laughs> uh, there's this new SpongeBob song that's out. Uh, it's like a, like a remix of the Krusty Krab. It's it's pretty good if you actually listen to it. So it's kind of in. Been in my head for a little the, minute. The SpongeBob remix. Right. If you could go to any concert, who would it be? Uh, no Cap or Drake or Lil Baby. No Cap is what Connor Gore said last week. So it's a great pick. Uh, what is one place in the world you want to visit the most? Um, probably Turks and Caicos. That's what Connor Gore said last week. I have a lot in common. I went. The, I went last summer. How was it? Uh, a plus. I think you should go. Yeah. It was. It was great. Um. If you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Any three people ever? Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Drake. Yep. And Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. That's a funny one. Yeah. Is Odell Beckham your favorite receiver? Yes, he is. So what's your favorite NFL team growing up in Georgia? Are you a Falcons fan? No, I'm not a Falcons fan. Panthers? No. Oh. Ew. Uh... So, my mom's a Giants fan. So okay, so that's why Odell Beckham. Right. And then when Odell left, I had to find a new team because I just had to. You had no allegiance. I had no allegiance. So, I'm a Steelers fan now. Steelers fan. Right. So, you're a big uh, – who's – who's George uh, Pickens guy. Pickens guy. They had the other receiver that's on the IR right now. Uh, I think Calvin, Deontay Johnson. Yes. So We haven't seen a lot of him this Haven't season. seen a lot of him. So, George Pickens guy. Right. He's physical out there. He's huh? physical. He's a different animal. He likes to block. Uh so Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. 
What's your team? I like the Colts. My dad is a Steelers fan. Uh, He's very upset that I don't like the Steelers. That's pretty big letdown. I'm uh, sorry. Listen, that. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> you, you can just watch Pitts, Pittsburgh games with Kenny. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I grew up uh, Peyton Manning playing quarterback. Yeah. It was tough to tough to pick against that guy. Right. All right. Uh, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Okay. First, you had that point. You had that. Ready I, to go. I actually You've watched a YouTube video it. before you came in here. You've been thinking about it. Okay. Uh, first, you know, I'd probably like try to you know get away from you know general population. Yeah. Right. And then obviously, a zombie apocalypse or like stores are open, like no one's in them, so you everything's free. Correct. Every once the zombies attack, there's no paying for anything. So, what I would I would stock up on water, food. Um, you have to have like a weapon, right? You gotta have something. I yeah, would think. just something to protect yourself. Um, and then I'd probably go to like a car dealership, get like the biggest truck there is, and then drive out to the beach somewhere. But I'd already have like a boat. Ready to go. Yeah, or like a yacht. Just yeah, live yeah. on a yacht in the middle of the ocean because zombies can't swim. And then the sharks will just eat them if they try to. What if you need food? Uh, just, you know, drive back to the. Oh, you're not going to fish? Nah. Okay. That right. is a good idea, though. I I could. I mean, I could grab some fishing rods. You should. I think that'd be smart. And you yeah. Just you know, throw your bucket over, some get some water, gear. boil that. Yeah, there you go. Right. Spear fishing. Right. I could. It'd be a lot of fun. It would Except be. for the zombies. It's, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Who or what inspires you? Um, I'd say my mom's work ethic. Just being young and seeing how hard she works and still continues to work. Um, and I'd say just my family in general, just like the support they give me. I mean, they supported me when I just in anything I do. So it's just really easy to draw inspiration from them. What advice would you give to your younger self? Um, save your money. Save your money. That's very right. smart. Do you, you just don't spend it all on DoorDash, right? Yeah, don't spend it all on DoorDash, and don't spend it all on Hot Wheels. On Hot Wheels? Yeah. Hold on. Are you a big Hot Wheels guy? I used to be. I used to have a track in my room that went all around the wall of my room. Do you see the TikToks of people, like, racing Hot Wheels still? Oh, on the treadmills? Yeah, uh, No, like, people, like, have the tracks, like, the two-lane tracks, oh. and they'll, like, race all the cars. I thought I didn't know they were still making those. I don't know if they're still making them, but they might be using old ones. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Maybe I'll see it now that we've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you, you'll see it first thing when you log on there. Um, all right, last question comes from last week's guest, Connor okay. Gore. He wants you to describe yourself in three words. Um, I'd say goofy. Um, I'm, I'm caring. Okay. And... Uh, I don't know. Goofy, caring, courageous, brave. Goofy, caring, and courageous. There you go. Yeah. All right, now you get to ask a question to next week's guest. What do you want to ask on the next PCAST? Um, hmm. Have you ever gotten bubblegum stuck in your hair? And if so, how hard was it to get out? And what was the process like? Have you ever got bubblegum stuck in your hair? Right. Yeah, I, I have, actually. I was going to say, it seems like you're asking that from experience. Yeah, it, I just pulled, like, a really bad memory up. How, how did know. you get it out? Uh, I think my mom used scissors to cut cut it out when just, I was really young. Just get the hair cut? Yeah, it was terrible. It, it hurt 
There was no save in it at that there point. Was, it was no save made. <laughs> Just really drew up a bad memory there, I, huh? I, I had to dig deep for that one. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had that question before, so that'll be a fun one. Okay, I'm ready for. I'm ready to see how they're going to answer that. Kenny, thank you for taking time to be on the PCAST today. Enjoy your uh, opportunity week this right. week. Get some rest. Let's get ready, and let's get another win next week. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. But I didn't pay for it. I don't like spending that cash because I'm trying to savor it. Secret formula. I went and put flavor in. I do not with no blessings. I can't let no haters in. Sponge boy. Get back on the grill. The customer's already waiting. They already pay for the meal. Squid work. Been through the deal. Uh-huh. Uh, keep watch for that level that's blotting on me. I know he gon' steal. He gon' need some foreign pie. Go get some tissues. Crush the crew, told it the mess. That's what they get. You get all of these issues. Another big thank you to Kenny Odom of the Austin P football team for stopping by to talk to us on the PCAST. Uh, that interview was brought to you by the Flats Off Madison. Uh, stop by today or call leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. Beautiful one and two better apartment. Spoke free community. All the newest technological amenities you can ever want or think of. Flats Off Madison. Uh, make that your new home today. Yeah. Alex. Yes, sir. It, it, what month is it? October. It's October. You know what that means? Basketball season just around the corner. Uh, it, it does. <laughs> it does, but that's not what we're going for here. Uh, it's playoff baseball time. Oh, yeah? It is playoff baseball time, which means it's time for our annual reading of Kobe Wilson's playoff preference rankings. And uh, as he says, they are therefore unimpeachable. So we'll read you Kobe's, Kobe's playoff rankings live here on the PCAST. Uh, Braves, Brewers, Rays, Rangers, Diamondbacks, Twins, question, question mark. mark, Orioles, question mark, Marlins, Dodgers, Blue Jays, the heat death of the universe, Astros, the heat death of all universes, Phillies. So, of course, and even before Colby put out, put out this list, I'm, I'm riding with the Phils. You know, I think I got to, too. I've, I've watched a lot of Phillies this year. I, I think they're going to do it. I'm riding with the I'm fighting not, Phils. Totally and the joking. fun thing is that the Phillies win in this wild card round. Uh, against the Marlins, they get to play the Atlanta Braves, who they knocked out of the postseason last year. That would be fun to happen again. I think this Phillies team is a lot of fun, and I've said that from the beginning. Bryce Harper's the coolest player in baseball. I don't want to hear any of your Ronald Acuna Jr. arguments. <laughs> I, I don't care how many bases he stole. I don't care how many home runs he hit. Bryce Harper's cooler. He's, yeah. He's got the hair. He's got the muscles. You know how good that guy looks in his baseball uniform? Sure. Good. He looks good. Take your word for it. Uh, Trey Turner's always been my guy. Love JT Real Muto. Uh, Bryson Stotts on my fantasy team. Shout out to him. <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, just I enjoy watching the Phillies. Nick Cassiano's the coolest guy in baseball, possibly. Zach Wheeler shoved it last night. Just uh, they're they're a fun team to watch. I think the Marlins are in big trouble in that first round series. I'm not sure they have anything for the Phillies. Uh, I can't wait to get that text message from Colby that he as just soon listens. as you yeah. put this out. Yeah. He does it every week, and at least this time he's going to be yelling at you. Yeah, he won't be Actually, no, no. First he'll be yelling at me about my Titans takes, yeah, then and then some, he'll continue listening about, and then message this. you about that. All right, do you have the bracket up? Let's do some, let's do some I, playoff baseball picks. I do not. Let's Hold do up. some picks. I want you to pick two, even though you have no clue what's going on. Absolutely nothing. Hold up. This is great podcasting here. I'm I'm writing out the bracket as we speak. All right, I've got it right here. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm kidding. <coughs> How'd your Mariners do this year? I, I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't. They uh, <laughs> they missed out on the playoffs like the Reds. Well, 
Yeah, how'd you read to do this year? Bad. I mean, no, not bad. They did good, but sad because they didn't try at the trade deadline and they lost because everybody got hurt. Oh, All well. right, I'm almost done, and we're going to do playoff picks. I'm writing this down so we can see if Alex is better at this than me. All right. Uh, Blue Jays, Twins. Give me the Twins. Twins, both. Okay. C plus A. All right, Rangers, Rays. Uh, give me the Rangers. I also want the Rangers because no one is showing up in Tampa. C plus A. Uh, D-backs, Brewers. Give me the Brewers. It's my uh, family team. All right, you're going Brewers. I refuse to pick Milwaukee. Okay. Brewers, A. Backs, C. All right, Marlins, Phillies. Go Phillies. Phillies. Phillies all across the board. C. All right. Second round, uh, championships or division series. Twins, Astros. Give me the Astros. Yep, Astros, Chuck. All right, Rangers, Orioles. Baltimore. Baltimore, really good team. Hopefully that's the Reds next year. Basically the same arc. <laughs> I mean, Baltimore did what the Reds did this year. They barely missed it. They called up a bunch of young guys. Same, same character arc. So. Gotcha. Phillies, Braves. Give me the Braves. Alex takes the Braves. I will not stoop to your gross <laughs> level. Fighting Phils. Uh, Dodgers, Brewers. Dodgers. Dodgers. C plus A. All right. So Astros and Orioles. Give me the Orioles. Alex wants the Orioles. I want the Orioles to win that game. I want with all of my heart for that Baltimore team to win. They're so much more likable. The young guys, Gunnar Henderson, um, I'm not going to be able to name anymore now that I say that. <laughs> and the rest of the squad. Uh, yeah. Oh, Adley. I love Adley Rutschman. I liked watching Adley Rutschman when he was at college, Oregon State. But I think the Astros are probably inevitable in that in that series. And I'll take I'll take the Astros. Uh, Dodgers. And for you, Dodgers Braves. Hmm. Uh, I guess give me the Braves. So you've got Orioles and Braves. Yep. I'm going to have Astros and Phillies rematch. Okay. I'm taking the Phils this year again. And you want Orioles Atlanta. Who's your pick? Uh, give me Atlanta. Atlanta. All right. So Alex has the Braves being the Orioles. I've got the Phillies being the Astros. I picked that purely with my heart because I hate the Atlanta Braves and I hate the Astros, and I will not pick Atlanta under any circumstance. That's fair. Baltimore, I would love it if Baltimore made it. It would be cool. I, I would have no no trouble rooting for Baltimore in, uh, against anybody in the National League except for maybe the Phillies just because I've got some guys on that team I really like to watch play. But that's it. That's your official PCAS baseball predictions. Here that was go. super well done and super organized. Yes. And you can tell by this sheet of picks I just wrote out. Yeah, and mine was based off of nothing but statistics, Anal yes, pure, analytics, pure statistics, um, analytics. knowing got, everybody on the team, detailing, and I don't know. He's got a baseball savant page open right now. Yep, when I literally just have like a hundred different pictures of the uh, world or the uh, playoffs. He's got X woba. He's he's basing this all on X expected uh, weighted on base percentage. Yep. expected weighted on base or expected weighted 
batting arrow to one of those. I don't know. X Woba. Yep, that. That's exactly what I have open right now. It was funny. Uh, they put. Uh, I was at a Reds game. One of the five I went to that they lost this year, and. Uh, so the video board in left field in Cincinnati shows traditional stats, batting average, strikeouts, home runs, walks, all that. The new video board in right field, they put different analytic stats on there, which is cool. And yeah. they had X-Woba and these guys behind me, like, X-Woba, blah, 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 making fun of it like they're too cool for advanced analytics. Must have been small timers. Get lost. No, it's like some like middle school teacher who wouldn't stop making jokes to the people he didn't know in front of him. Just shut up, dude. No one likes you. Advanced analytics are fun. Like, yeah. Like, it's one of my favorite things about he the NBA like, now. Well, what's this guy's woba? I was like, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> idiot. All right. Got some other news around professional sports. Yeah, Terry Taylor's back in town. He's back in uh, the Volunteer State, down in the Music City. Uh, Chicago Bulls are beginning their training camp, uh, playing at uh, Belmont's facilities. Going to try to go down there tomorrow, which would be Thursday, October 5th. Uh, go see, uh, see the Bulls practice. Go talk to Terry a little bit and uh, see if I can't convince Billy Donovan to put him in the lineup a little bit more. Is Billy Donovan his coach? I believe so. Gross. Tell me about it. Gross. But, no, honestly, like, I'll go down there, you know, hopefully get a few pictures, a little bit of video, put up a story on letsgop.com, and just, uh, you know, go hang out with Terry for a day. Just go hang out with Terry for a, for a wee bit. Just a go. See what he's up to. The funniest thing was, the, uh, was it DeMar DeRozan? Yes. Colby sent us a DeMar DeRozan quote from this morning. Someone asked him what he knew about Belmont's basketball tradition. He said, they didn't recruit me, so I don't know. It's a good answer. He's from Los Angeles. He went to USC. What did they expect him to know about Belmont's basketball tradition? If you're going to USC and you're from L.A., you don't know about Belmont basketball. Let me tell you, you've never heard the name Nick Musinski in your life. Yeah, big old moose. It's just, that was funny. You know, it's funny because I saw – I think it was Steve Lehman with uh, the local news down there in Nashville posting Terry's thing. And I saw him, so I went on the men's basketball account, quote tweeted a couple pictures of Terry playing there. And it was all just Terry guarding up against uh, Nick Musinski. And I'm like, nobody would believe that Terry would just outplay this guy. Had 23 rebounds against Nick Musinski. Exactly. You had him by six inches. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Anyway, you got a soccer game this week. I did. Got two of them. So, um, Govs back in the Sunshine State. It's their second trip down to Florida. They're going to open up against last year's uh, ASUN Women's Soccer Tournament Championship team in Florida Gulf Coast. Gulf Coast coming in, I believe they're 4-1-1 and in ASUN play. Like I said, that was the uh, tournament champions last year. I went to the NCAA tournament. Um, they're a good team overall. Uh, we played to a scoreless draw against them last year, but overall – like all the Florida Gulf Coast team, you can even look at their basketball teams. They've got a good offense. They've got a sophomore forward who's got six goals right now. Um, they've got another girl who's got five. And it should be a good match. Um, last year, we played them in a scoreless draw. I thought it was our best match of the year down there in Fort Myers. So you want to go out there, you know, of course you want to pick up the win. You want to get those three points because at this point of the season, they're extremely valuable. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you can go down there, pick up a point, get a draw, Maybe a one one oh oh something like that. You know, you'll take that. And then after that, they're going to go down to Stetson. Stetson's um, two games behind us in the A Sun standings. Yeah, win. Got to win that one. Um, it's one that you should expect to win. Stetson, ironically enough, haven't have not won a match at home this year. They're like oh six and one or something like that. Not what you expect. Not at all what you would expect from that team. But 
Um, that's one that you you want to go in there. You want to pick up a win, get some points, and you know if you come out winning both of these, you have not one hundred percent solidified a ace on tournament spot. You're pretty dang close, but you basically have pretty close, and that'd be big. It'd be the uh, first ever trip for this program to the ASUN postseason, first trip to a conference tournament in a number of years, and, yeah, we'll take that. The softball team's been playing its fall schedule. Yeah. They opened up the fall slate with a 10-inning game against UT Martin, dropped that one 7-6, to six. Uh, but they're back in Clarksville this Sunday. Uh, that game was in Martin. Uh, so your first chance to come see Cassie Stanfield and the team. Sunday, uh, October 8th, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m., two games against the Belmont Bruins. And three days later on Wednesday, they're going to they're gonna host Volunteer State right here in Clarksville for an, uh, another 10-inning game. And then their last one before the Red and Black World Series is against a school that I'd never heard of. Uh, I had to look it up to make sure it was real. They're playing Mineral Area College, which is from Missouri, uh, Park Hills, Missouri to be exact. And the mascot looks like the Louisville mascot in a sweatshirt. That, but he's a little, but it's a little orange. It looks like the old time Louisville logo, but which is what don't they have on their football field now? Right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So it's back, except for instead of having an L on its sweater, what does the Louisville mascot have on its sweater? Is it just an L? I don't know. I think it's the Louisville L. But I mean, honestly, that's kind of that. You know, it's softball, fall ball. Um, you know, you play teams like that. I mean, we play. You know, the Louisville one does have an L. Okay. But you know that. Those are kind of the teams that you play in fall ball. Um, I mean, it's the exact same bird. It literally is the exact same Except thing. Except for it says M-A-C and doesn't have stripes on the sleeve of its sweater instead of having L with stripes on the sleeve. That's it's fun. Play, it's plagiarism. <laughs> I like this one where they put the got the bird and cleats yeah. doing the stiff arm the best that's on the football field. Honest, I like that the schools are going back to this. Talk about an upgrade. Oh, 100% from that, from like the full body cardinal to, or from the head to the, the full, full body, body the old cardinal. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I like a lot of the schools that have done that. I know uh, Nebraska has done that. They do that with, I'm pretty sure all of their sports. I'm pretty sure even Oklahoma's done it recently. It just looks better. Yeah. And then they've got the Red and Black World Series, October 23, 24, and 25, right there at Kathy Maynard Park. So yep. uh, get out and watch some softball this fall. Uh, Alex. Yes, sir. Men's tennis is playing this weekend. Yeah, so uh, men's tennis is playing their annual APSU fall tournament. Uh, that'll be this Friday and Saturday, October 6th and 7th at the Governor's Tennis Courts. Um, don't exactly know what teams are coming in quite yet. I know I've got an email about it sitting somewhere. Uh, but, you know, the last time these guys played, they were at Cumberland's tournament that's September 7th. You essentially have a month off. Um, and it's your uh, second or it's your last match before the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals. You want to go up there, you know, kind of like we talked about with the women last week. You want to go out there. You want to show some strong showings, um, pick up some wins, try to solidify that singles and doubles lineup for the spring, and just see what a lot of these young guys have. Um, you know, we returned most of our roster. We have one freshman, Glenn Arnett. Um, he's been playing, or he played pretty well at that Cumberland tournament. But you just want to, you know, see how the team's looking so far and get ready for Ohio Valley Regionals and then wrap up the wrap up the fall, excuse me, at Chattanooga later in the month. We're going to host some volleyball here in Clarksville as well, down on that beautiful new court. Mm -hmm. Bellarmine's going to come to town Friday night, 6 p.m., right here in the Winfield Dunn Center. And then Saturday, the Govs are going to host Eastern Kentucky at 2 o'clock in the Dunn Center. Uh, two good teams. Two yep. good teams. I think EKU's undefeated and leading the conference. Yeah. So, I mean, 
even just talking about Bellarmine, that's a team that's vastly improved from last year. They have a really good middle blocker, good attack overall. But you talk about this Eastern Kentucky team. I think this is the best team in the conference by far. They came in ranked in the top 60 in RPI. Um, I want to say they're about 57. They've got some big wins. They lead the nation in kills and assists per set. So, you know, that's going to be a tall task. But at the same time, you know, that's when you trust your coaching. You go out there, you play your game. And, you know, I mean, that's a team that we've seen how many times in recent memory? Um, a lot. Yeah. So you just want to go out there, pick up some big wins as you start to slowly approach the midway point of conference play. And after that, you're on the road for a little bit. So... Uh, there's no football this week, but we do have a bone to pick with Craig Haley. Who, well, we have a little bit of a bone to pick with Craig Haley. I'm trying to find the tweet. He picked the Govs. The Govs came out just outside the top 25 in both polls. Craig Haley did vote for the Govs in his poll, which okay. we appreciate and respect your uh, respect for the Govs because they should be they should be in those polls. Uh, he had a tweet about the Massey ratings. Okay. I'm trying to find it. Uh, the Massey ratings came out on monday austin p jumped up five spots for number 13 they are number eight overall in the massey range which is an analytic system that calculates team based on power offense defense strength of schedule everything everything is taken into it right so the massey range goes south dakota state missouri valley southern illinois missouri valley who the govs lost to by the way uh, montana state big sky north dakota state missouri valley idaho big sky sacramento big sky weber state big sky austin p you know athletic conference South Dakota, Missouri Valley, and Northern Iowa, Missouri Valley. See the trend there? Yeah. It's the Missouri Valley, and it's the big sky. Well, the tweet said something along the lines of, everyone in the top ten of the Massey range is in the big sky of the Missouri Valley, except for Austin P, who lost their first two games and is now number eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at the teams we lost. We lost to They lost SIU. to Southern Illinois, who is 4-0. They're number two in the Massey. Mm-hmm. They're not top five in the polls yet. They're right outside. Uh According to the Massey, Southern Illinois has the second is the second best team. They have the fifth best power, the fourteenth best offense, and the fifth best defense in the country. That's the Govs' one loss. The other loss is the top twenty-five Tennessee of the FBS. Yeah, who they covered the spread against? Easily covered the spread. Easily against. covered the spread. And then sixty-point piece or 60, 60 piece, a scholarship Division One FCS team. They go win on the road in their own conference against a team that was conference champions last year. And then they go on the road and 42-piece Lindenwood. Yeah. What else do you want? Our resume is just fine. Thank it's you. It's just fine. I, why are they in the top ten? Because look at the three wins. Exactly. In-conference road win. Doesn't matter how you win that. Doesn't matter right. the score. It's an in-conference road win. And two blowouts, one of which was on the road. Both are against scholarship football programs. Yeah. It's not like we're sitting here beating up on Presbyterian yeah, and all those schools. Yeah, we didn't 60-point-piece Presbyterian and Dayton or something. Mm-hmm. We've played everybody we've played as a full scholarship team in the FCS that we've beaten. Makes no sense that he thinks we shouldn't be in the top eight. What does this offense done? Just score on everybody. Mm-hmm. They struggled against Stephen F. Austin. Defense comes in and wins yeah. out. I mean, not in the question whether we're a top eight team. Rank the Govs. That's what I'm saying. Quit messing around. There's no reason we should be in the top ten in Massey and unranked. Exactly. There's no reason Southern Illinois should be number two in Massey and not in the top five. I mean, we're a top 20 team. Correct. I, would say, I mean, easily a top 25 team. Like, and we Probably should, should be, be top, top 20. Top 20, maybe even sneak if it up on like a 17, Illinois 18. Game, if the Southern Illinois game wasn't out of hand at halftime, we'd be ranked. Oh, 100%. The problem is it was a bad start. It was 35-3 to three before the Govs got it going a little bit late. 
and put up some points. That 35 to three start is going to hang with them, and it better not cause any problems. Just we got to take care. We got to take care of our business because I do not trust the FCS selection committee. I don't think I, w- I mean I wouldn't either. I mean we saw that last year, but I think at the end of the year you're going to look at it. You know, say the Govs run the table. Uh, you're you're well, looking. It's at not going to matter at that point. Yeah, th- then it won't. But at the same time, Tennessee, sure, FBS loss, covered spread, all that good. You're looking at an SIU team. I think right now They're that can beat seed. anybody. They're a top eight team. Like, th- like we saw, you know, we've seen North Dakota State lose now. Just lost to South Dakota. Exactly. And Sat- that's a South Dakota team that was not ranked. Let's check one thing on the Massey here. That Southern Illinois team, so they're going to play Youngstown, 62% chance to win. Murray State, 94% chance to win. We'll call it 99. South Dakota State, they're giving Southern Illinois a 28% chance against number one South Dakota State, who everybody considers far and away better than everybody else. Yeah. Twenty-eight percent. I'll t- listen. If you gave me twenty-eight percent chance against South Dakota, I'll t- stay. I'll take those odds right now. Yeah, and if that defense keeps on playing the way that it is, I know South Dakota State's just overall, like in my opinion, overall offense, defense, special teams, whatever, like the best team in the FCS. Sure, whatever. But I think SIU's defense can carry them to a win in a game like that. They're also giving North the South or Southern Illinois a twenty-five percent chance at the Fargo Dome against North Dakota State. Honestly, how I- many teams in the country get a twenty-five percent chance at the Fargo Dome? When is that game? Uh, second to last week of the season. So I, they're I, saying that. <clears throat> I think I think SIU if they keep on playing the way that they can. I I'm not. They're definitely Southern, not going to be favored in Fargo, but I think they'll still win. I don't know if they'll be favored. I don't know if they'll win. I think this that loss really snaps North Dakota State back into back into form. Their other two home games are 99 percent chance to win in the Fargo Dome the rest of the season. So yeah, it's uh there's a reason the guys are in the top eight, and I think that people need to start looking at it. Completely agree. That's enough of that. You got anything else? Nope. Dr. Crystal McGregor, Matthew Kilpatrick, Shardy Hudspeth, and Trey Price. They've got all the community service opportunities for you to do an athlete. It is October. That means that candy drive is right around the corner. Yep, ghost. Get get out there for that ghost candy drive. Man and Cafe. Get those Govs Cup points. I hope you guys were all out at golf last week and got them. At golf. They've been out at soccer, volleyball. I mean, I've, I've seen everybody everywhere. Got a lot of Govs supporting Govs, and we love to see it. In the meantime, Alex, how do people follow us on social media? Follow us on X and Instagram at Let's Go P or on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And uh, shout out to Maddie, Bree, Lexi, all the stuff they've been doing for all the sports. I mean, you know, we talk about basketball getting close. We've been talking about like their media days and all that kind of stuff. And then, I mean, all the football content they've been putting out, all the videos they've been putting out for golf photos for all the sports. So shout out to all them. Shout out to Robin. Just about back. Just about back. Just a couple weeks away. Just a couple weeks away from having Robin back. Can't wait to see her back in the office. In the meantime, let's go pick up for dates, news, stories, information. Cody Bush, Alex Howard, Camille Blaylock, Chris Austin, Knox Reeves. Happy birthday, I guess. Uh, and myself. We've got all the information you need right there on letsgop.com. Alex, mm-hmm. tickets are on sale. Yep. Football tickets, it's the bye week, so you might want to get them now so you don't miss another another snap yeah. of the Govs at Fort Terra Stadium this season. Call the ticket office at 931-221-PEAY-7329 <laughs> or visit letsgop.com backslash buy tickets and buy tickets through our new ticket platform, Ticketmaster, all mobile tickets for the guys for football and basketball this season. Yeah, makes stuff a lot easier. So. Yeah, and you've only missed one football home game, so you've got four left. You've got, you can, if you can't come to all four, get single game tickets and go ahead and just buy that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings blazing VIP end zone seat because let me tell you, it's the best place in town. Best place in town to watch football. You buy your ticket. You buy your add-on for the Blazing Zone, right? Mm-hmm. Free Buffalo Wild Wings wings. You got all kinds of other food down there. You've got free sodas, free waters, 
free beer if you want it. Yeah. It's the place to be. It 100% is. And, uh, Alex, you've got some basketball ticket news. I do. So, uh, basketball season tickets are still available. Um, but at the same time, we have single game tickets coming out later next week. Uh, stay tuned to letsgop.com and at GovsMBB and at GovsWBB on social media for all that. Um, we've also got Govs Madness coming up. That is October 26th. It's going to be it's a free event, but we're still going to have tickets and stuff like that. So you can go to letsgop.com, get your free tickets. All it's going to do is going to send it to your Ticketmaster account. You walk in the door, you got it, they scan it, you're good. No cost. Uh, gives you a chance to come check out the new free as can be free as can be um, gives you a chance to come out October 26th doors open at 5 p.m. events going to officially start at 530 that's an alumni game um, following the alumni game everything else gets started right around six gives you a chance to check out Corey Gibson's first uh, team here head coach Brittany Young in her third season um, a lot of fun been around that men's basketball team a lot uh, been to a couple of women's basketball practices they're all looking fun so you know get your season tickets uh, single game will be coming out pretty soon, but I say just make it easy. Get the sing- uh, yeah, season just, tickets. Just get them locked up for the season. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on iTunes or Spotify or directly on the website. Let's go p.com backslash podcast. Alex, what should they rate? What should they rate us? I'd say five stars. Five stars. Want to suggest a guest? Let us know if a local or on campus event we should shout out. Tell us who wins the Colts and Titans game. Titans. Eh, Colts. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Alder underscore APSU. Shout out Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bungie Kids. Shout out to Jonathan Taylor. Go Welcome Henry. back, big fella. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Oh, drinks. Boys in the band ordered boat drinks. Visit your scored on the home ring. Everything seems to be wrong. Paper mansion, cheap airfare. I gotta fly to Saint somewhere. I'm close to bodily home. Twenty degrees and the hockey game's on. Nobody cares here. Way too far gone. Screaming more drinks. Something to keep them all warm. This morning, I shot six holes in my.